Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the Mission Impossible franchise one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. I'm Molly. And I'm Jarf. We have gone through a lot so far this week. We've gone through a lot of strap stuff. We've gone through a lot of money stuff and stock options. And now we're into minute 94 where they're actually, we're, we're so close to explosion. We're so close to an explosion. <laughs> Not close enough. We do get we do get a sweet flip kick, so we'll talk about that in a second. This minute is minute 94. 94. It begins 94. with flying hallway rats and ends with a look from Ambrose that says, No, Hugh, check the sound. No, Hugh, do it. <laughs> Basically, they don't say that, but it's a look of, Hugh should go look at the door and see what's going on. Let's start with the uh, hallway rats. Uh, in the last scene, we found out that uh, Ethan was kind of flustering the rats. So <laughs> flustering the rats. <laughs> well, he's kind of he's kind of moving around them and you know stuff like yeah. that. So so he has alerted a guard. A guard is now alerted to at least there is a sound. And this is like the worst guard in the world, next to those Austin Power ones. This, oh. this guy belongs in that Austin Powers group. He's like standing there forever with the gun like far out there. And it's just like, oh, my God, he's just the worst. <laughs> Take your gun out now, immediately. Like at second 05, he hears the doves, and then he does not pull his gun, and Ethan starts running. Ethan immediately starts running. The sound uh, gets louder and louder, and as Ethan runs through the doves in our ooh, uh, sweet mm, chef's kiss slow motion. Pigeons. As he, he runs at him again. Legs first. <laughs> and does maybe the greatest kick that we've seen so far yet in this movie. Uh, it's the double flip kick where you come up to a man, kick him in the face with one foot, or, or excuse me, disarm him with one foot as you flip, and then with the other foot, kick him in the chin <laughs> and, and flip over and land and don't kill a dove. It is beautiful. Yep, and he still lands on the light too. He's like, oh, oh yeah, it hits his mark. Yeah, yeah. This is definitely not Tom Thomas Cruise. <laughs> I uh, I wish I wish it was. In new movies. He would have learned to do that for like six months. <laughs> yep. He would have trained to be the best kick flipper he could be, like a John Wick style yep. takedown. But who I don't know who the stunt coordinator is on this movie. Do we know who that uh, is? Yeah, it was um I know Greg Smurz was his stunt double for most of it. Yeah, is he always his stunt double? No, he was for a while back then, but uh I don't know who Then he grew too tall. <laughs> he hit pu- puberty. Got a little older. <laughs> he hit puberty. Mom says I got to go to college. <laughs> no, Keith, can't can't Keith double Camp, for you Keith anymore, Campbell Mr. Cruz. His, his stunt doubles too. And he yeah. looks pretty much like him, but blonde, which is interesting. Now, doubling for someone doesn't mean you're going to get to do sweet kickflips, right? No, 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 no. They probably had somebody specific for that. Looks like the stunt coordinator for this movie was Bob Brown. Yep. Um, he was second unit Bob Hicks. A lot of Bobs. A lot of Bobs in this mm. movie. I'm just looking to see if there was anybody else as a stunt coordinator. Brian Smurz. How do you pronounce someone's name who's spelled S-M-R-Z? Smurz. Smurz. <laughs> I don't have any vowels in my name. I'm smart. <laughs> and there's just a, a lot of uncredited stunt performers. There's there's two dozen stunt performers that are uncredited. Well, that sucks. 
I'm looking to see if there's a Tom Cruise. Oh, there's a motorcycle stunt double for Tom Cruise, number one. And there is a motorcycle stunt double for Tom Cruise, number two, which means they probably killed one of them. (laughs) What's interesting is that that, uh, Nash Edgerton, uh, who is... um, What a great stunt name. Yeah. Nash Edgerton, who is now a a director as well and is the brother of uh, Joel Edgerton, who is uh, Uncle Owen in the prequels. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are. They were. He was. He was the stunt double. He was also Obi Wan's stunt double uh, on oh. the prequels. Hmm. It. I just found out. Also, the Smurfs seem to be a family because there's Greg Smurfs, Brian Smurfs, mm-hmm. and Robert Smurfs, and they all spell their name Brian Smurf, and they all spell their name weird. The S M R S R Z S M R Z. I'm just looking up to see if there was any like anything else. Doesn't really have much on uh, Tom Cruise's. Stunt doubles. Does that, the uncredited stuff, does that just mean these guys were brought in to do specialized things? Yeah, or they were brought in for like like the, those guys that are getting knocked over or kicked in the face by, by Cruz's stunt double stuff. Cause they're like a, uh, they're almost, uh, cause he was, uh, the Smurfs guys did Minority Report, mm-hmm. Vanilla Sky. Yep. They were his main guys for a long time. Yeah, it looks like long time. Looks like they, uh, looks like it's one of those things where, you know, once you get in with Tom, you're kind of good. Yeah. Movie wise. And especially now that he's like into stunts. It's so funny. If you can be like the apple, the, the, the apple of someone's eye when they're like into it, some famous person, mm-hmm. you can basically make your career on that. Well, like, the like, like there's the whole thing that Burt Reynolds and, and, uh, Hal Needham were like best buddies forever. Mm-hmm. And that's how they got into smoking the bandit. How how right, Needham but, became a thing, but that, that had nothing to do with stunts. <laughs> no, how how Needham was his, his stunt double in in the oldest. Right, that's what that whole the Leonardo DiCaprio Brad Pitt characters are in Once Upon a Time and Yep in Hollywood. They're those guys. Makes makes perfect sense, and I I you guys know I am a huge Smoking the Bandit fan. Yes, the car car stunts are still stunts. <laughs> yes, have you guys? Well, let's let's be frank. There are no stunts in that movie. They're just driving. They're just driving. Yeah, the whole movie is a stunt. <laughs> just driving forward. The fact that they got paid. That's why it's a stunt. Yeah. Um, have any of you guys ever been able to do a flip? Just wondering. When I was younger, in the water. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I like all these things are coming out. Uh, when I'm in a harness. <laughs> <laughs> Does it count? Do my harness flips count? When I yes. was a child, yes, yes, harness flips do. count. <laughs> so we got water harness, and when I was young, I don't think I've ever been able to do a flip backwards like that. I could do a forward roll over the best of them, maybe a little tripod action, but there's there's no way I've been able to do that. No, I was gonna say it looks like Wade Eastwood took over stunt coordinating most of Cruz's films after Edge of Tomorrow. Hmm. Because he did that one, he did Mission Impossible, or he did Rogue Nation, he did Jack Reacher, he did The Mummy, he did Fallout. Mm. Is he know. part of the Eastwood clan? No, no, he's, he's 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 a different Eastwood. Different Eastwood, yeah. That's good. Yeah, no, he's South African, so no, he's not. He's not this Eastwood. And when he kicks him, we find out one of the things that's in his backpack. We were wondering last week. Hey, look, he's got this little backpack. What's in it? We 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 surmise he's got a mask in there. Which makes sense. Oh. He has some sort of masking apparatus, which he's going to use later. Jarf, you'll find that out later. Uh, and he also has duct tape. And some sort of explosive, maybe. Yeah, a pipe bomb. He brought a pipe bomb, a, a mask maker, and a uh, and some duct tape. He can never go wrong with duct tape. No. And he duct tapes his guard's mouth, 
and I assume his hands because duct taping your mouth would be ridiculous. <laughs> right, you just rip it right off. What I would do is I would actually duct tape all those crappy pigeons to him, <laughs> <laughs> and like 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 glue like tape one to his face just for fun, and then cover him with breadcrumbs. Yes, that's what I would do. Well, we said last week also that we think that bag's full of like a ton of birdseed. <laughs> so like, of, of the mouth, though, is, is foreshadowing, and that's what it's supposed to be. It least. is. It is. But it it's is foreshadowing. Very, very foreshadowing. Again, Jarf will find that out when it happens. Exactly. It's so weird that you're only watching it five minutes at a time after we do the podcast. I feel like there's so much more pressure on us now. <laughs> Man, I, I just... I'm thinking of future Jarf listening to this episode right now. Oh, this just must be Jarf. blowing his mind. Future Jarf is just hanging by his nips, <laughs> listening to the episodes, just giggling his butt off right now. That guy has it made. Future Jarf. He's just having such a great time. Uh, and then we cut back because he's still he's still eyeing the door. He's He now knows where the door is. The door where the secret uh, meeting is happening. He goes in there and then we've talked about this. I don't know. God, every week Ambrose comes up with some saying and he says the same saying again. And I would not know this if we hadn't done this minute by minute. He says, the ball's in your court, Mr. McCloy. And I'm like, you just said that two weeks ago, 10 minutes ago in the movie. You (laughs) said that to Ethan. The ball's in your court but McCoy now. doesn't know that he Th- said it. Thank you for underlining that, because when he said it, I was like, wait, didn't he? Didn't that just happen a couple of weeks ago? Slash he 10 just said it. It's like marked for death. It's like, and you can take that to the bank. I, I want him like, that's now his catchphrase. That's how Ambrose is for the rest of the movie. You know, like when they had the fight scene at the end. Again, Jarf, you'll get to it. When they have the fight scene at the end, it'd be great if he's like, ball's in your court now, Ethan. Again. <laughs> Once again for the third time. He might, what? He might actually say it again at the end. I don't know. He better not. I'm going to be mad. <laughs> well, I'm kind of curious. Does it actually show up twice in the script? Or mm-hmm. it really? Yes, I have read it in both places. Wow. Because I read this part of the script, too. And this part of the script is the same, exact same as what is said in the movie. <sighs> and that's just, uh, hey, Robert, lazy writing, buddy. Yeah, well, you know, you go do it. But <laughs> <laughs> well, it's already been done. Yeah, you're, you go do it. I'm future Jonathan. <laughs> you're past Robert Town. You, you can't tell me what to do. I can tell you whatever I want. You're basically a ghost with skin at this point, okay? <laughs> mm-hmm. Monster. A-hole. <laughs> God, he's such a jerk. I hate him. I hate Robert Town. You put me in the closet, so what Get do you Get back start? in there. Right now. Get in there. You know, I wrote shampoo also. Oh, God. Every time he gets out, you know what? I need some of that duct tape. I'm going to go buy duct tape tomorrow. Like, Ethan, Ethan, here, here. Put this on your mouth. <laughs> I still take it off. <laughs> oh, damn it. All right. We'll get better duct tape. Hey, bro, I, like that you made, tape. I like that you made the sound that duct tape makes. I know. Of course, off. Right? It's like, <laughs> it's like it's very squishy. Pew, pews, pew, pews. I put the duct tape in my mouth before I put Ooh. it in your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It works better when it's wet. Shut up. You don't know. <laughs> and this minute ends with Ethan staring at the door, flipping a pipe bomb. Looks like a homemade pipe bomb in front of the door. And Hugh and Ambrose look at each other like, well, I didn't do it. Did you do it? No, I didn't do it. You should check on it. Maybe I should have. Maybe I will. <laughs> I can't stand up. I'm wearing denim. I'm hot. <laughs> 
Yeah, it looks like one of those Terminator pipe bombs. Is there, every time I see it, it's what I think of. Oh, yeah. It's like a, that, the like Kyle two, Reese ones that he made. Kyle Reese makes them with uh, two end caps and a, uh, a pipe, like a, like a nine inch pipe. Yep. I don't know what's in the bomb. I don't know how you make a pipe bomb. Yeah, and mothballs and all sorts of stuff, you know. Yeah, mothballs. That's right. Covered <laughs> in ammonia or something. I don't remember what it was. It was soaked in it. Yeah, and uh, it looks like Stamps about to walk to the door with his, or at least he's at least given the henchman the what for, the uh, go get it. Mm-hmm. Go you check. Do it. So, we'll put instructions for making a pipe bomb in the Impossible Minute Force so you can we play <laughs> Mission Impossible at home, kids. <laughs> Mom, mom, I made a pipe bomb. Just like on Minute Impossible. Oh, man. That Robert Town guy told me how to do it. Sex positive jerk <laughs> taught me how to make a pipe bomb on Minute Impossible. I don't like where this is going. <laughs> hey, that's not what sex positive jarf would say. He likes where everything goes. Because that's its proper place. Oh, no. <laughs> and we also don't say, oh, no, Molly. <laughs> we say yes and <laughs> yeah yes and we're a yes and podcast <laughs> yes please oh. <laughs> that's jarf's uh, uh improv <laughs> yes please no it's yes and no it's yes please yes please okay well as great as it was to hear the exact same line the balls in your court again the line that stuck. He doesn't say again. How much better would it be if he just said again? <laughs> the ball's in your court again. again. <laughs> like shrugged at the camera. Like I don't know. Mission Impossible Two. The ball's in your court again. But the line that really stuck out to me was, "I've got terrorists and other pharmaceutical companies standing by." So <laughs> yes, we have terrible people who do terrible things and terrorists. <laughs> We've got Johnson and Johnson. The I'm trying to think of all. Now I'm just trying to think of who are the people that like selling all the opioids to everybody allegedly <laughs> uh, for years. Who is it? There's some big company out there. Anyway, I'm I'm not a social justice warrior. I don't know. I don't know all the answers to all these questions. <laughs> I I bring these things up without really fully researching. Uh, <laughs> So that's your favorite line. What's your favorite line of this minute, Molly? Oh. Is it when the dove goes? I don't know that I have a favorite line, but I do appreciate that we have a nice slow-mo John Woo kick here. And I know we already talked about like the completely ridiculous backflip, but I just wonder what the connectivity with pigeons are because it just the pigeons just seem extra for really like no good reason. You know, like it's this I mean, pigeons aren't a sexy bird. <laughs> they're they're no turkey. Um, All right, that's the name of the episode. Pigeons are a sexy, sexy bird. bird. <laughs> okay, I don't like writing that, but it's written. <laughs> but it's just like, um, it's are a, they? They're not really. They're not really. Uh, I guess I don't really understand the sensual airy aesthetic quality of that slow-mo kick with the pigeons i think it's just it's just john uh mr Wu doing his best john Wu. Mm-hmm. he's now famous for the doves um and now it's just a thing so he, ha- he had to have them in by contract they have a nine picture deal with john Wu. those doves specifically if you go back and watch the killer or hard-boiled you will see those doves those same doves have a working contract it's 
pretty ironclad. Hey, 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 Payback was on TV last night late, and I was watching. I was like, there's a motorcycle. Were some of those doves in there? There were the doves, yep. They're always there. It's a thing. Well, it's also underground. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, not that I don't appreciate, you know, the kung fu ness, the birds flying, you know, the kick that's become kind of a, a trope. I get it. But it's underground and it's weird and there's probably pigeon shit like everywhere, you know? Pigeon poop? Yes. Pigeon poop. Excuse me. There's probably pigeon poop everywhere here. That actually but- explains everything. That whole <laughs> spinning super kick Does it? is just him <laughs> slipping in the pigeon poop. Oh, yeah. He was going up. He's actually going to punch him. He's like, oh, I better make this into something. <laughs> I'm He's going around again. Oh. <laughs> he's created some sort of frictionless machine where he can just he's just skidding around the whole floor oh that's that's disturbing the place has to smell terrible it can't be good no no it can't be good that's where this minute ends so uh hopefully tomorrow is not like the most iconic shot in the movie that'd be weird right it would be weird maybe before we go to Tech of the App, I do want to m- mention this at least shows in the slow motion you were talking about, mm-hmm. Molly. The way that John Woo sets up a slow motion shot is he sets up two to four cameras, mm-hmm. and they're all shooting the same scene at different speeds. Mm. And he does not cut them together until editing with different speeds and what kind of floats his boat. Mm. Interesting. And this one really shows that because there are shots of him running at full speed intercut with slow motion intercut with full speed again, and then like half speed. So there's at least three cameras shooting this at this point. And I think that's an interesting process. Instead of of storyboarding out how you want it to happen, you shoot it all in three different speeds because he knows he's going to put this some slow motion in this when he cuts it. Also, he doesn't know how much the... uh, I think he uses it as a cheat. Last week, he used it as a cheat when Ethan kicks somebody. They cut right before it, so you don't actually see the input. Uh, input, The impact. Impact, yeah. So I think that sometimes, like, after he shot it, if he didn't get it, he's okay. Because he can speed it up or slow it down and use another part. Mm. You know, if, if you don't, if, like, if you don't land the kick and it looks super fake in slow-mo, go back to the regular shot. Yeah. Between slow-mo like, oh. and, and the regular, and it looks dynamic. Yeah. In the edit, yeah. Well, let's okay, guys. This I know my floor. I apologize. We've had a, a pigeon problem <laughs> for the past like month and a half. The floor is a little slippery. I'm going to need you guys just to kind of just. Uh, it's a lot easier if you just run as fast as you can and kind of skid across it, and we'll and we'll slide into tech of the app. Okay, you ready? Ready? One, two, three. Oh, it's disgusting! Whee! Yeah. Oh, thank God I put that mattress up against the wall so we can all run into it. I got work uh, shoes, so I'm good. Oh, you're good. Oh, I'm I'm still whoo. I'm still uh, still uneasy. Uh, it's one on my, my days feet. in movie theater management. Uh, I'm gonna go sit over this the floor, chair, and hopefully that'll help. Uh, and I'm sure uh, sex positive Jarf, his floor is always very yes. clean. Yes, clean is important. Has to be. Clean is important. Thanks. Thanks, Jarf. <laughs> well, welcome the more to you know. the episode. What, the more you know. The uh, Welcome to Tech of the Episode, where we talk about the best tech we found in a, in a pigeon-filled minute. 
Uh, I'll go first since I've made everybody else go first so far this week. Uh, my tech of the app, other than the duct tape, which gets an honorable mention from me, is the cool door. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> we've done this before. We've picked a door as tech, but I like whatever this place used to be, whether it was Australian jail. <laughs> Uh, but I like the iron door that is being guarded by the hench who has now since been, uh, they've duct taped a bunch of doves to his face. I love this door. I think it's cool. Uh, I didn't think that throwing a pipe bomb at it would, uh, do anything, but I think we'll find out tomorrow it does. Now, do you think that, uh, that, that this is an actual inside of that, that island or if it's a set? Oh, this is a set. Yeah. The okay. island. There's no I, way they I, could have the island look this cool. No, it's lit so well. It's lit like a set. Yeah. So I assume this is on the sound stage in Sydney. Sound stage in Sydney. Because look at those bricks. Those bricks yeah. on the wall next to the door look fake. Mm. Yep. I feel like I'm at Disney World, and they've made them out of concrete. <laughs> so uh, that that's my tech of the app, the giant metal door. Uh, what about you, Jarf? My tech of the app is the pipe bomb itself. So... What mm-hmm. what really struck me is it, it's a cool maglite looking John. When he chucks it across the hall, it makes this great sound effect. And yeah, it's got like a like a German potato masher grenade kind of thing to it. It's kind of like boink. exactly. And and then they respond to the noise and. For a moment, I forgot what type of movie I was watching, and I wasn't thinking of it as a pipe bomb. I thought it was just misdirection, and it was just <laughs> he was going to distract him with that noise, and then, you know, spoiler for next minute, but I was proven wrong in the most spectacular and explosive way, <laughs> so, but that's what made it my tech of the app. But yeah, it, it is one of those things you think, yeah, maybe he's just throwing something, clanging it so the guy will stick his head out and he'll be able to, like, judo chop <laughs> his face. Uh, what about you, Molly? Duct tape. Duct tape for the win. So good. So versatile. So good. You can shut someone up with it. It's light. It's portable. You can plug a tie leak up, with tie it. Tie up your willing sex partner. <laughs> you can, right, Jar? You can make your own uh, craft-worthy sex swing out of it. It's strong. It's absorbent. It's wonderful. So. You plug up yeah, bullet holes with yeah, it. Yeah, I went there. Uh, ooh, gross. <laughs> it can hold 400 pounds. It's magic. So, Oh, my God. Yeah. How many people are we putting on this thing? As many as you can. All right. Let's do it. Sex positive. Thumbs up. <laughs> thumb thumb wherever you want really jarf it's uh up down in out whatever whatever works please don't put me on a t-shirt just <laughs> i feel like there's an animation that's coming. that'll be on the back of it please don't put me on a t-shirt <laughs> chris what about you i'm gonna go with uh with Cruzy's uh, flip and double kick as the tech of the app. God, it's such a good technique of the app week, right? It mm-hmm. is. The poop slip kick. The <laughs> poop slip double flip kick. Poop slip double flip kick. Someone write that down. That's poop the episode. slip double. F- okay, Jonathan in the future. Future Jonathan. <laughs> Use that as the name of the episode. All right, I told myself. It's all good. That's good. Uh, Jarf, did I do yours? 
Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. the pipe bomb. Yeah, okay. the pipe bomb. That's right. All right. We're all good. We're all good. All right. That's great, guys. Thank you so much for being on again. We will come back for one more tomorrow so Jarf can finally see what happens in this minute and uh, what happens in this week's episodes. Because, you know, he just has to wait until this podcast comes out because future Jarf is waiting on pins and needles, has nothing, no idea what's going on. Future Jarf nope. is just hanging there waiting for the episodes to come out. Well, uh, I can't wait to talk with future Jarf someday. Uh, until then, uh, you can talk to us over on the Impossible Minute Force. Both Molly and Jarf are there. Uh, Jarf goes by a pseudonym <laughs> on uh, on Facebook, so you, he won't be under sex positive Jarf. He'll be under his uh, his non de plume. So just try and find him there. Oh, uh, and uh, find us on Twitter at Min Impossible. M I N Impossible. Uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow for one last episode this week. I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. I've been Molly. And I've been Jarf. This minute will self destruct. Oh, God, I almost slipped again. <laughs> <laughs>